They denying it because there's no documentation. We're never gonna know. Who has the answers? Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, that, I don't know how. I don't know how you're. Gonna, <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna deal with that one. Uh, well, well, I guess that's. I guess we're dealing with it. Nah, please um, don't. Um, <laughs> this is Gobekli Tepe. We back. Hey yo, welcome yeah, you to. Thought, <laughs> you would have thought. You would have thought it'd take us more than a week or two or whatever the fuck it's been. Yeah, but here we are again. Um, consistency is key, am I right? Yeah, every week, new episodes. Yeah, bruh, we got we got a lot of shit we gotta talk about. Um, big I mean, yeah. week, big week, of course. Um, before we get to that, Juan, who are you? Oh, fair. Alright, so coming at you from Berkeley, California, this is Juan Ignacio. Um, and on the other side of the planet... You're the planet. <laughs> planet. <laughs> On the other side of the planet is Juan coming at you from fucking Queens, New York right now, boy. Um, bruh. Yeah, I mean, the planet is really just America, right? Right, right. And right. it's flat. We're, we're living in that. We're living in that generation, right? So, yeah. Uh, so here we are. Yeah, big week. Big week. Do you want to tell me why it's a big week, particular, particularly, Juan? Tell me what's happening at the end of it. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm guessing you're talking about the new Chance album, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Your boy finally debuting an album. I know. Called, I think? No, no, no. So he's been hashtagging album. I like literally O-W- don't. I don't know what it's called. Um, no, no, no. It's not called album, but he has been, he has been tagging or hashtagging album as like his like thing. However, the album is called The Big Day. Um, now, here's what we know about it right I now. I want right? it to be called Good Ass Job. Why isn't it called Good Ass Job? Dude, we're never getting Good Ass Job. You I know want that. Good Ass Job. And I want it's it to be a happening. collab between him and Kanye. Listen. If Kanye and him can get his, can get their shit together, which is hard because both neither of them have their shit together, like we might. But I, I just don't think it's happening. Yo, Kanye, However, you heard it coming live from uh, Gobekli Tepe. You don't, you ain't got your shit together. Come at us, bruh. Honestly, we can get your shit together. We can get you this album back on the road. Like you just we gotta can write single handedly help you do this. Exactly. That's all you got to do. But okay, okay. So the big day, according to what he's saying is about the story of how quote unquote we first met now a couple of speculations on that um i would assume it's his wife uh could be his daughter uh could be someone else could be a reference to whatever Kanye I don't know. west oh there you go the big day how we first met i have no could be could be kanye west coming at you from the gobekli tepe podcast could be kanye never know i'd be surprised if there isn't a kanye feature on it though dude there better be how long we've been waiting how long the four years for this album four years it's been yeah four years right because because uh because what's it called coloring book no coloring book 2016 so three years nearly four feels like four considering coloring book was like early 2016 i'm pretty sure yeah so so here we are 
right? Awaiting this album. You can pre-order it now already. It's called The Big Day. No major things about it so far in terms of who's going to be on it, etc., etc. Other than, I guess, one release song, but I don't even know if, like, it's going to be on the album, as it says. I don't think Groceries is on the album. Yeah, I don't think so either. Is that the song you're talking about? It is, yeah. I don't think that's on the album. But I don't know. I don't know. Again, this is obviously a concept album, um, but we don't know anything else other than that. And, yeah. However, because of this big debut, which honestly came out really well, like we didn't plan this, but I guess the episode for this incoming week will be about his first two albums, which are the quote-unquote, and we'll talk about this, but the quote-unquote less commercial albums of Chance. Maybe best things he's ever done. We right, which diehard Chance fans will say is the best work he's had. Um, which is the original quote unquote the original chance and yeah and we're gonna review it and see you know how it's held up over the years and hopefully it'll give you some hype make you want to listen to to the older chance to maybe hear the newer chance you know yeah however i will say this have you seen the snippet that he's posted on instagram about the album no okay so there's new music playing from the album in the snippets And I know that I keep telling you that every time he releases a feature or a a song, it sounds like old chance. I'm not going to listen to it until I hear the whole album, my guy. Okay, fair, fair. However, after listening to these first two albums and then listening to that snippet, sounds like old chance. I'm not going to lie. I can't. You're you're giving me hope. You're giving me hope. And don't do that. You know, it's like Hawkeye said (laughs) in that in that one movie that wasn't even that big this year. Don't give me hope. Nah, I know, bro. I know. I, I don't want to give it to you, but honestly, like, I'm really feeling it. And it's Anywho. like, any, every time I say this, it's like, you know, like, it makes it sound like I'm ungrateful. Like, I don't like New Chance. And I do. But, like, there's just, there's just, I'm, I'm going to talk about it more when we talk about 10 Day and, and Acid Rap. There's just something about, like, his vocabulary and his way of rapping in these two, in these two mixtapes that's kind of gone. Um, and I miss it a lot. And I, I will right. I will get into that, but first we gotta we gotta do some news. I just want to mention right. uh, there's a there's there's a new trailer for uh, probably the greatest movie of all time, Cats. Um, it looks fucking yo hor- I saw that shit. <laughs> it looks fucking horrifying. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Please help. I need an adult. Dude, the fact that Taylor Swift is casted on it, I'm scared, dude. Dude, what is that shit, dude? There's there's all right. So so for anyone that doesn't know, Cats is a musical on Broadway where like people are dressed like cats and then they're like like they have oversized furniture around them so like it looks like they're fa- they're cats and then they sing and shit all right so like the natural progression if you wanted to make that into a movie would be like make them photorealistic animation. cats or animation right or s- no you know what they went with they were like nah we're just gonna make them fucking humanoid ass cats that give you nightmares for the rest of your life like and just make it literally Dude. the musical but on the big screen dude it looks horrifying i'm terrified and i know it looks scary i am planning on watching it as a horror movie wait do you know what it reminds me of because i saw the trailer no 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 no. okay yes but i'm talking something from our childhood it reminds me of the fucking cat in the hat fucking movies dude that movie was so bad but you're so right 
Is oh, it? Do they God. not look like Cat in the Hat? They do. Who came up with this? Probably the creators of fucking Cat in the Hat. And literally, like, it sucks because, like, I'm talking about this. And I'm not talking about the new It trailer, which I haven't watched, but I hear it's, Ooh, it's fucking fire. amazing. It's I fire. I specifically, I didn't watch it because I'm very excited for the movie and I just don't want to watch any more trailers. Um, nah, that's fair. Like, As I'm someone done. who's read the book and seen the, the shows, I actually no, I've, I've read parts of the book, but I've, I saw the original. And um, so I know what happens already, which is why I didn't mind watching the trailer. Yeah, no, I want to see. But oh my god, it looks better than the first one. Not Dude, gonna lie. I'm hoping big. I'm hoping the turtle of enormous girth shows up. Fucking excited. Yo, you never know. You a never turtle know. of a, a tortoise of enormous girth. That is a direct quote from the book. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but, it looks yeah. great though. It looks phenomenal. No, that movie. That movie. I'm very excited for. Um, I hope someone comes with me. But also, whatever. Um, yo, hit this man up if you want to go watch the movie with him. Yo, right? like anyone up in Berkeley, just like send me a DM real quick. Like yo, I'm pretty attractive. At Go Berkeley Tepe podcast, you can find both of us there. Hit him up; he'll take you on a date. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 uh, pawning me off on the podcast. That's correct. This is exactly what we're doing. Well, all right, sure, I'm down. <laughs> yo, hit um, me up. DM me. It's good. Yes. Um, what else? What else have I? Said? Oh well, we saw Midsummer. We saw Midsummer. Uh, we won't talk about an, it right now. We want to do an episode on episode. it, um, especially since we did The Witch and, uh, and Hereditary. Great movie. Correct. You should go watch it. If uh, it, it's better to listen to the show when we talk about it after seeing the movie, because like I don't know what the hell I'm gonna say in the spoiler-free. So. Um, oh hell yeah! No idea. Just go watch it and then listen to us talk about it in like a week or two. I don't know, cause like. We got to do the new Chance album next week. Probably. Yeah, we might we might have to put it on the back burner for now because Chance album's kind of it's gonna feel relevant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Midsummer was really good. Lion King's coming out. It's probably gonna make a shitload of money. Um, it looks beautiful. Um, I look. I know it's nothing groundbreaking, groundbreaking story wise for and and like like I don't know. I've been reading the reviews and all of them are like it's just the Lion King. There's nothing special about it. It's just the Lion King. And I'm like, yeah, but it's no gorgeous. Shit. Like, like <laughs> I don't get why they're not just separating it. Like, because none of the reviews, like, the negatives that I see from the reviews are like, oh, it's like the Lion King, but it's been remade. And I'm like, no fucking shit. And, like, most of the bad reviews, like, they're like, oh, it's not original. And there's no, like, it's so predictable. And I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, like, what were like, you expecting? It's a I fucking just, remake. Yeah, no, and I don't really get what they were looking for because, like, the whole point of this is to remake The, the Lion King. So, whatever. Right. I am still really excited for it because, like, I'm not going to lie, I really liked the live-action Aladdin movie and that also had pretty shit reviews. Um, dude, Will Smith, best Smith. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, but the cast is insane in this new movie. Yeah, no, so. I, I, I'm there to support my boy Donald, like... It's gonna be great. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood next week. That's gonna be Oof. incredible. Also, probably I've its the own episode. So many times. There's a no new one. The there's a about. new one, and I refuse to watch it. I watched it. It's not gonna explain anything. I don't know. It's like, got more. It's got more of the serial killer dude, Manson. Yeah, and and I'm I'm telling you right now, I have yet to understand what the movie's about. Um, yeah, that looks really good. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of movie stuff this week. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think there was another trailer for something I don't care about. Yeah, Ad Astra. It looks weird. Some weird okay. space movie. Interesting. Um, I think it's got Brad Pitt in it, or maybe it's Matt Damon again. Interesting. It's not, it's not Matt Damon. It's not okay. him again. I don't know who it is. Fuck. You know, very irrelevant. I mean, new I've seen new a... trailer for Ad Astra. Yeah. I would recommend, and we might do an episode on this depending on how much Juan likes it, but I would recommend that y'all watch this new HBO show called Los Spookies. Um, I'm not even going to explain what the fuck it is. Just go watch it. Like, especially if you're all about that Latino representation, just go watch it. It's pretty fucking dope. It's got Fred Armisen in it, in case you cared. It's pretty fire, though. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, Couple quick movie, uh, movie music, music releases. Um, Ed Sheeran released something called Number Six Collaborations Project. Now, I'm not a fan of Ed Sheeran, but a lot of people like Chance around the album, um, like Travis Scott, Justin Bieber, Eminem, Young Thug, um, Meek Mill, Skrillex. There's a lot of... Basically, the way that he describes this project... If you're an Ed Sheeran fan, you'll know exactly what this is coming from. I am not, so I will explain to those who are not. Um, but Number Six Collaborations Project is a compilation... The sixth collaboration, uh, the sixth project of his series, um, from what I understand, of him just collaborating with people that he fucks with over the course of like a year, and the songs are actually pretty good. Not gonna lie, uh, I really like the Travis Scott one. Obviously, I'm a big Travis fan, but everything from the Travis to Eminem to Young Thug, all been really good. So check it out if you are skeptical about the Ed Sheeran shit. Trust me, I'm not a fan of his, but this album was pretty good. Um, oh, and Tommy Gunn's new song Nights came out, which one you've been raving about. Yo, I gotta say, it's the best thing he's done. Um, like, like, I don't know. I feel that, like, he's been improving greatly. And as I was, like, because I was listening to that song and it, it, it was on the top of, like, his top songs or whatever. And then it just went through them. And, like, you could hear the difference, like, as he's right. developed. He's gotten a lot better, and I absolutely think that everyone should go listen to it. I wish he had like advertised it more. Um, yeah, no, we'll be seeing more from. If from you've that. liked, do not if, worry. If you've liked anything that he's done up till now that we've shown you guys, this is the best. This is better. Just go listen. Sweet. Yeah, we'll we'll have it as song of the week towards the end of the episode in case you are interested in listening to it, but are still listening to us. So that'll be at the very end. But don't skip for now because we're about to get into. Chance the motherfucking rapper. All right, Juan? so before we start, I I do want to mention. Usually, Juan and I like like we're too excited about the thing, and like like you like we use this to catch up a lot. So we'll we'll have a mini conversation about the subject before um before we talk about it on the podcast. Right. And like you know, we don't like to do this because we kind of get out our opinions early and then when we're talking about it on the podcast we're just kind of rehashing and we don't go as deep and like you know it's not as great so this week juan hasn't told me shit and i haven't told him some pretty controversial opinions he kind of knows my opinion on this but like you know i don't know anything about him and he's telling me it's controversial which either means he didn't like them or maybe it's something like 10 days better than acid rap or I hope that's the one because that would be fine. Um, but not liking them is actual garbage, and he should die. 
Um, but <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully, I'm not going to die this episode. Don't uh, worry. But I guess we're going to talk about it. All right. So am I starting? You start. Um, well, I think so. So uh, let me start. Uh, let me start no, with you start. Let, you start with how you got introduced to it. Let me let me start. Yeah. So like, here's the thing. Chance the Rapper wasn't a huge artist when I started listening to him. He was big, but he wasn't huge. He was he was like up and coming and I wasn't into rap. This was this was my first year of college. Um and Cornell does this thing called Slope Day where they bring in usually supposedly they bring in up and coming artists and like one headliner. And that year it was Chance the Rapper. I'm like, "Who the fuck is Chance the Rapper?" I don't even like rap. This sucks. And so I started listening to him because I wanted to get in and I wanted to go to that concert and it was going to be fun. Um, so I'm listening to acid rap because that's the thing that everyone said to listen to. And I'm like not super into it. Uh, and I didn't, I don't think I really got into it until I heard Cocoa Butter Kisses, which is like the least rappy song on there. Uh, which fair, I didn't like rap. But I heard that and I'm like, all right, I can dig it. And then as time went on and I listened to that album more, uh, that's become one of my favorite mixtapes just like of all time. There's not a song that I don't like on it. It used to be like, I would say, yeah, I like every song except Lost. But like now it's like, nope, every fucking song on this album is incredible, including Lost. Lost is great. Lost is just a different vibe. I just didn't get the vibe and now I get the vibe, you know? Um, Mm. And the more I listen to it, the more gems I find um and that's the thing like i got super into him and i listened to 10 day and i like 10 day um i didn't like it as much as acid rap and and i mean now i i i'm starting to or not as much but like i'm finding more gems in 10 day now that i'm listening to it more for the podcast uh but the thing is like like when coloring book came out i was beyond hyped this was this was like what was it? my junior year i had chance had gotten me into rap chance and kanye had gotten me into rap and kanye that year came out with uh with his masterpiece uh life of pablo and that was great and i was like coming off of the high of, of kanye west and then coloring book came out and i gotta say like as much as i liked it it was like it felt disappointing it felt disappointing and it's because it was so different and there wasn't i couldn't there were a lot of times where i couldn't hear what i loved so much about um acid rap in there and i mean look like i'm being super broad but like to be a bit more specific some of my favorite things about chance as a rapper are the fact that he he has it in his raps he's constantly throwing puns out He's constantly throwing alliteration in there, which is, like, super difficult to actually rap with. And, like, like everything he says is a tongue twister, which is super cool. Um, sometimes he'll go and say something that is just incredibly just challenging and, and interesting to listen to. Like, one of my favorite lines is on Nostalgia um, on Acid Rap. Um, I can't say it. I like literally can't say it as fast as or not I can barely say it slow um I think I told you about it uh yesterday or no like a few days ago yeah Juan? yeah I think you did um 
where where it just kind of shows what I really liked about him because the thing is, I'm I'm looking up the line as as we as I speak because I want to read it because I don't know it by heart, but um, but what I liked about it is that Paranoia is a super slow song, um, and it starts to build and build and build, and this part is kind of the climax of this build, um, where Chance starts kind of slow. And it's this long alliterative line, and then by the end of it, he's like going, he's going hard. Wait, here it is. Um, it starts, it starts with move to the neighborhood. I bet they don't stay for good. Watch, somebody will steal daddy's rolly. Call it the neighborhood. Watch, right? And that part's all kind of slow. And he eventually gets to, uh, trapped in, trapped in the middle of a map with. A little bitty rock and a little bit of rap, that with a literary knack and a little shitty Mac and like literary, literally Jack. Like I can barely fucking read that right now. Looking at the lyrics, on genius. Like it's just so impressive and kind of beautiful. And I and like most of his songs on acid rap have emotion and feeling to them, and they they don't sound like they're mainstream. They don't sound like they're kind of. You know, they, they they sound different than anything that I'd heard up till that point, and I mean, it's right. literally it's still one of my favorite albums. Uh, good good ass intro is probably my favorite intro to any album ever, and um, everything's good. Also, a great outro, and then I mean, everything in between. I mean, it's the features that he somehow pulled, like you know, you got Gambino on this, you got you got um, you got what's his face. Uh, Schoolboy Q. Um, wait, no, Schoolboy Absol's Q. On it. No, no, Ab- Schoolboy Abs- Q's on, on, uh, on royalty. It. Sorry, it's on royalty. Um, royalty's good too. You, should, you got Absol on it. You got. Um, I mean, Twister. Action Bronson. Action Bronson. Vic Menza. Fucking good. Uh, um, nah, I mean the, the just the features. DJ Chicago kid. Like. There's just so much that is impressive about this mixtape. Not to mention, this is coming off of Tende, which, like, was great, but it wasn't anything revolutionary, and somehow that wasn't... It It was enough to propel him. Well, actually, you know more about how, how he got propelled into actually meeting these people. But um, it's one of the most impressive, like, first albums that I've ever heard, and it's still my favorite thing that he's done. Um, I think it's it's amazing and i uh kind of want to hear your thoughts on it i know i said i'd talk more about 10 day but like acid rap man no i mean like i think acid rap has a has a special touch or connection with you which like i said like in my in my in our podcast last week it it all stems from a moment and i think that that album holds a lot of sentimental value to you because it's also the moment where you really got into rap and it's also you know you saw him live i mean it all has to do with it um however okay so here's here's where i'll i'll start right um because i had a conversation with a friend of mine about this last week so i think if we had recorded this podcast about this a few weeks ago my opinion would have been different um not because i didn't know this before but i think processing it a little differently helped me understand where i want where i want to take this conversation um here's the thing I listened to both of the albums, and they're good. Not gonna lie. 
However, there's something that I can't get over, right? And I'm gonna delve straight into it because I feel like you gave this really good intro to both the albums. I'm just gonna delve straight into my issue here. So as we know, right? Um, and for those of you, and I'll explain it for those of you who are listening who might not know about Chance, but what do we know Chance as in the music industry? Because I'm always taking it from the industry perspective, right? He's this big independent artist, correct? Independent artist who made it on his own, no record deal, no nothing, came from quote-unquote nothing, right? Yeah. Now, before knowing all this information that I'm about to tell, I really fucked the chance, and I like coloring book a lot. Um, at first, not so much, but progressively it got a lot better and it grew on me. And... I gotta say, like, I was a big Chance fan because I was like, there's no fucking way that somebody's doing this this way. Like, how is he not signed to a label? How is he so good? Blah, blah, blah. And yeah, he's a great artist. There's no taking away that part of it. I will never take away that aspect of him, which is like, he's a great musician. But there's something that took away the specialty for me personally, which is knowing his background story. Which I don't know if me and you talked about it much. Yeah, but you I told had me mentioned, about it last week. I had mentioned the whole Pat the Manager thing a bit, right? Yeah. But the thing that gets me is that Chance has always been this person who's like, oh, I'm independent, oh, I'm independent, oh, blah, blah, Chicago kid, whatever you want. Um, but that's not really the case. I mean... Look at his first mixtape, right? Like, let's go into Good Ass, uh, Good Ass Shop. Let's go into Ten Day, right? Which is the his first quote-unquote mixtape. 2012, right? Let's think about 2012. Think of who was big at the moment, right? Think of, of what it took a rapper at the time to come out from nothing and come out with, an, with a, with a mixtape. This man, straight off the bat on his first mixtape, has Vic Menza on it. Which, mind you, Vic Menza, at the, Vic Menza at the time was about as big as he was. Maybe a little bigger. Now, I can tell you where he got that connection with Vic, though. Because Pat the Manager, a.k.a. Chance the Rapper's Manager, um, used to work for Vic. So that's how we knew Vic. Got them connected, both from Chi-Town. Both worked with Pat. It worked out. If you listen to the complexity of this album, it's good. Although I will say, from a personal note, a lot of the songs sound the same. And I don't know if that's just because I haven't listened to it a billion times, but a lot of the shit on 10 Days sounds the same to me, um, production-wise, I think. Um, again, that's just me. However, my bigger criticism, right, is with Acid Rap. And it's because you literally a year after 10 day a, yeah one year after 10 day this man comes out with a quote-unquote again mixtape featuring bj the chicago kid vic menza again no name saba childish gambino action bronson and absol and the reason why i think that's bullshit and that he's not really the independent artist that he claims to be is because this man many people don't know or i guess they know now after knowing his story is the son of the the diplomat that is like obama's like was obama's left hand during his administration especially because chicago connect hello like chicago so chance had these connections to make from the get-go 
in part one because Pat had the connects from his prior work, and because two, this man was the son of the biggest fucking politician in Chicago at the time. So he had the space, the time, the luxury, right, the privilege to come out with something so good in 2013 and quote unquote call it like a come up story. Which is my big problem because nobody, and I repeat nobody, now we'll make this example right now. He features someone by the name of No Name on 10 Day. There now, was no one in 2013. Sorry, 2013. And, um, neither, and neither was Childish Gambino. No. Childish Gambino hadn't even dropped camp yet. But you're forgetting where they're all coming from, though. Like, you're forgetting where the network is stemming from. Like, BJ I, like, was big. Like I, no I, Name? Hold on, hold on. No Name was nobody. That's, what, that's, not the, that's not what I'm trying to get at. No Name was nobody. No Name just now, just now this year, is starting to get, is starting to build a name. No pun intended. This year is starting to build a name for herself. Like, this is six years in the making. And the reason why I'm stating this is because independent artists never make it this big this quick like from going to 10 day in 2012 to four years later dropping coloring book on a distribution contract with apple music for five hundred thousand dollars that's not independent like like it's a fake story in my opinion and it is i mean he hasn't admitted to it but with all the information that's out there right now it's a pretty fake story like it doesn't come off as authentic as i wanted it to come out especially because action bronson was already big at them at that moment so was absol like these are fucking features that I mean, are like they way too big for an independent artist at the moment like is I what said, i'm trying they, to say they weren't huge though no one on this album the biggest name on this album was probably that like actually was a name is probably twista at the time I, which is weird because that's not a huge name but like like none of these none of these artists were really big yet gambino well, wasn't definitely no name wasn't well i'm like, not that's a, i'm not talking about no name though here because uh, i'm absolutely Absol definitely up. wasn't because kendrick wasn't yet listen long live asap asap rocky's big come up album um which featured one train right am i correct here where is the song yeah one train action bronson was already big like to get action bronson in 2013 is massive like, like i'm telling you that right now i get that but who listen like do, do you listen to action bronson i do like i just don't feel like he's a very big name like but no, i think but you have to i think, think we you have to know think him because of the memes. contextually like no, no 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 you have to think contextually he's not a big rapper name now but 2013 and 2014 were action bronson's years that's like the equivalent of getting chance during fucking coloring book era like like artists and like labels and and we can have a this is like a whole other discussion but labels um treat their artists with like specific time periods like this is meant so that way their artists aren't competing with each other on the label action bronson that was his time period so yes maybe he's not big now and maybe you don't listen to his music but action bronson east coast fucking rapper from queens 2013 bruh like to have him on the on Rocky's album was a big thing. So to have him on fucking Chance's second mixtape is pretty big. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not trying to discredit. I'm just saying that like the come up story is a little sour to me. Like it's not, it's not the story that you like. 
that he sold us on, right? Like, because that's what I was, that's what I was digesting when I was listening to Coloring Book. That's what people were telling me when I was learning about Chance. People were telling me to listen to Acid Rap, which I had, and I was listening to it slowly. I hadn't listened to it in full until now. But it's all a little sus to me. And it, like, it kind of removes that, like, pretty veil that you have over your eyes where you're like, oh my god. Childish, uh, childish, Chance the Rapper, independent ra- artist, like, fucking blew up like this. And I'll tell you this, right? Be- because like, before you come case, at me with, before you come at me with like the little pumps of this. Oh, era, I was about to come out. I was gonna shit, come right? at you with literally Childish Gambino, who the same year or the year before in his second mixtape had Schoolboy Q, Absol, Ghostface Killer, Danny Brown, Chance the. I mean, Chance was no one. Um, like. These are not small names, and this was his second mixtape. And sure, like, like Donald Glover's pretty well connected, but he was just a f- like at this point he was pretty much just writing for SNL. But what do you not, say? Not what SNL, album are you sorry. referencing uh, that he had, had all these royalty? Came out in 2012. It's his second mixtape. Okay. Keep in mind though that he was already in the in an in an industry. Oh, just right? kidding. Oh no, I mean, uh, fuck. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Forget it. This was his sixth mixtape. Okay, there you go. Like, Gambino has a genuine come-up story. And I'm telling you that right now because I've looked into it. And the man was already connected. Like, already doing writing for 30 Rock. Already in community, right? Correct? I believe so. Was already on community by that point. Uh, It was one or the other. Yeah. So, well, 30 Rock came first. And then he eventually went on to community. Like, this man already had his industry plants. Like, he already had his, his roots in there. I'm saying Gambino, different story. And I'll tell you this, right? I'll tell you before, because the people, some people are going to be like, oh, so what do you credit to, like, Lil Pump, right? What do you say about 6 9 What do you say about Trippy Red? What do you say about fucking Lil Nas X right now? And I will tell you this. Just like I'll tell you when people question why Lil Yachty got big. And people like that, how they got big literally six months into their careers. And this is why. Lil Pump, many people do not know, but Lil Pump was signed as an influencer slash not even as an artist at this point. He was part of a marketing company for influencers before Gucci Gang came out. So he was an influencer on Instagram and a company was already managing his career before he even started doing music with Smoke Perp. And then when he started doing music, he had an entire marketing company backing him up to get him into all the right channels. And then a year after that, he 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 broke that contract and signed with Warner for about $13 million, I believe. 10 to $13 million, something around that range. Okay? Now, why do I mention that? Because 6ix9ine and Trippy Red were both part of also a marketing and influencer company called 10,000 Projects that was not a record label at the time. They were both influencers on fucking Instagram that through a marketing company got big, got into music, and then eventually split up into labels. Like, or had label distribution deals. Lonas X, one song, got big, is now with a major label. Like, all of these things have explanations, right? And so that's why when you think of like, okay, independent artists, how did this man do it, right? You can't discredit the fact that this man had everything in his favor, like, to do this. 
it's not easy being an independent artist and I'm telling you that because the artists that I work with are independent and the artists that I know that are actually making a name for themselves right now are also independent and are nowhere near and I've been doing it for years like there is a game to play with the music industry and Chance played it because he had the right people and he knew the right people again not discrediting the music music is fire um I think I like you know if we're gonna go musical for a sec I think I do actually like acid rap better but I think a lot of it is because of the features you know like I I think acid rap is just a better I mean it He's better on it. Production's better on it. Features are better on it. I think the features are great. Like Gambino on Favorite Song is crazy. And Action Bronson on Nana, or Nana, I don't know how you want to pronounce it, is really good. Like, like if anything, Gambino made Bronson sound so good on that song. I don't know if it was picking the right beat or whatever. I don't know. Wait, it was great. Even Absol on it. Sorry chance on that on the song like i don't know if it was the pick or whatever is the of, of the beat whatever you want to call it was a great song smoke again great song like but personally for me it's just a little hard to get over that one small aspect because i'm like wait the brand image is changing for me a little bit but from a musical perspective, I you know I can't discredit anything. Like it's it's, they're both fire. That being said, again, Ten Day for me sounds all the same. I'm listening to it right now. I really still can't distinguish one song from the other very well. Um, he does use a lot of samples though, which, as someone who does that a lot, myself, like, I think is really cool. Actually, one of the songs, I think I believe. It's in acid rap. And I wish that you listened to like ASAP more because there's a song on ASAP Mob called um, Put That On My Set, which samples the same song, except Chance did it like three years prior, which I think is really cool. Um, do I like the ASAP song better? Yes. But the fact that he was on the sample like three years prior, kind of dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my two cents on oh, it. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing this ASAP song and saying, oh, it's the same song as the Chance song. Right. It's on acid same rap. It's, um, it's Lost, I think. Okay, there you go. I, I was listening to it and I was like, oh, shit, wait, I know this beat. Hot damn. Um, yeah, that's my two cents on these projects. I think that, again, and this is like goes it's back lost. to my entire tangent. This goes back to my entire tangent from last week. But, like, knowing the culture and the background of things is, like, to me, half as important as listening to the actual music behind it. And taking that all into account, I think Chance was set up to make really good albums, and he fucking did. Um, I even, in, in an interview that I watched with Pat, he was talking about how Chance is so meticulous about dropping an album, and, like, he's so, like prone to just delay, 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 just delay the album as much as possible. And I think that's just a credit to like the fact that he's such a particularly um, perfectionist individual. And hey, Coloring Book was still fire in my opinion, despite it not being quite as these two albums. But he is a lot whinier on these two albums though, I will say. 
I think the whininess is kind of him, though. Right, right, right. That's the. Yeah. I kind of miss the whininess. I remember that's one of the first things that you told me about Chance. He was like, "Listen, I need you to listen to this artist, but he's really whiny." And I was like, "I don't know what that means, but okay." And like, you're not wrong. Like, very whiny. But Super it's, it's part of his voice. But like, technically, he's just a great rapper, and that's right. the thing. Like, he hasn't. That's what I mean by old Chance. Like. Just the verses that are, like, fucking crazy that he just hasn't had since, since, I mean, like, I, I mean, his last great, like, amazing verse for me is, uh, is Ultralight Beam, um, and that's even a different vibe, so I don't know. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Well, the thing is, we'll know, we won't know, we won't know how he's gonna delve into this one. Like, you know, he's gotten very gospely since Acid Rap. And that was a three-year gap, you know? Like, now we're having another three-year gap. Is he delving into a completely new sound? I don't know. But I mean, it doesn't sound like it from his features, but we'll see. I don't know, man. Uh, I like, I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see. I'm very really... curious. What if he has a Gambino feature on this album, dude? I might die. <laughs> I might just collapse. I, that's the first thing I'm going to look for. I'm going to turn out... I'm gonna... I'm gonna open the album. I'm gonna look for a Gambino feature. I just, I just want Donald to make more music. It seems like he might be like going back on his whole "This is my last album" thing, but like we don't know. And I'm just like in my head, the next thing that Gambino drops is his last album, and I don't want that. Right. Right. Fuck. I yeah, want it's, a Gambino it's, album. Yeah. It's alright. It's alright. We get chance. We get chance. One day we'll get Gambino. He'll have to drop. Yeah, I'm still waiting on fucking Yandi. Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> it's never gonna drop. But I really want Yandi to drop, dude. Like, didn't Kanye hint at something? I oh, mean, he, he had that song on that show, and he's doing Sunday Service a lot. I feel like his next album is gonna be a gospel album. Like, I feel like oh, that's why he canceled 100%. Yandi. He was like, yo. This fucking album is not me anymore. And he was like, I'm dipping. And that was like a week prior to him dropping it. So like now, he's gonna drop some gospel ass album. I'll be like, okay. I mean like, I'm, I'll still fuck with it. There's this one song called Follow Me that he did for, which you saw live, um, that he did for, for, for Sunday Service. And I have the original song, but there's no version of his version that he because he covered the song um, Mm -hmm. with his own choir. And it's so much. I mean, the song is great, but it's just so much better the way he did the arrangement for the for the choir. And I want it. I really want that version of the song. And I don't think it's ever going to fucking come out, dude. dude. So. I can't wait I for Kanye's next project, but really, right now, I'm 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 holding out for Chance, holding out for Kendrick. Um, these for are hashtag the, these album. Are the, the hashtag album, guys. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I think that that's gonna be our topic for next week. Probably. It's gonna be our topic for next week. It might We're be it might be a it. delayed episode, but no, it won't be. I don't know what. I don't even know when this well, one's coming out. It is July 18th. I, I've dated this episode. Damn. <laughs> Let's see if it comes out less than a week. Um, we still no, have I last think this will, this will come out. This will come out next week. This will probably come then, out the day the album comes out. Yeah. 
Potentially, yeah. And then that'll give us some time to listen to the album, record maybe on like a Monday or a Tuesday, and then pop that out ASAP. Yeah. We gotta let people sit with it, you know what I mean? I gotta listen to it like two, three times, four times. Make sure I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, me too. I mean... Maybe I might even listen to fucking... I might be listening... I might listen to Chance 3. uh, just Just to get a whole feeling. So... IDK. IDK, bruh. This is the biggest release we got for music right now. Because we've been waiting for this for far too long. Yeah. It's gonna be dope. So, anywho. Anywho, that is that. Do you have anything else to say about these two albums? Uh, they're great. You should listen to them if you haven't. And they're on, on, they're on every streaming platform now. So, you have no excuse. I mean, except... Uh, Except Juice. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I listened to that and I was like, oh. Funny story, though. They didn't drop uh, Acid Rap because, like, a week prior to the album dropping, Chance asked Pat and was like, yo, can we drop this on, like, actual platforms? And Pat goes, dude, we haven't cleared a one fucking sample. How the fuck would we do that in one week? Chance goes, yeah, you're right. And they were like, well, fuck it. It's going for free. Um, and that was that. So, which makes sense. And if he still has taken this long and still hasn't been able to clear the sample for Juice, then I don't know what the fuck. That's crazy. Yeah. Pretty funny, though. I mean, about this it. is a fucking crazy good album, too. And the album yeah. cover's great, too. I mean... Uh... Well, don't worry. One more week. One more week. We're almost no, there. I just, I just need it to be good. I just can't, I can't be disappointed by it. And I know I will be. It's just, he's got a new vibe now, and I'm gonna miss this vibe. And it's not, he's not as good at Ke- as Kenny is, just like switching vibes and being amazing at it. Like, hey, maybe you're preparing yourself for the ultimate worst, and the ultimate best might come through. You never know. I hope, I hope so, man. Anywho, that concludes our episode, boys, girls. Controversial episode, my guys. Acid rap, not even good. You heard it here from Juan Pablo. <laughs> Acid rap, pretty good, but you got to understand the fucking context. I God damn it. I don't care about the context, dude. That album's so fire. Hey, you know what? And that's that's why it's there. It's good music at the end of the day, and I will not take away that credit. Chance is a great artist. So that being said, Juan, oh, well, before that, Song of the Week, Tommy Gun, Nights, on every platform. Click on that link in the bio if you want to go listen to it. But it will be at the end of this. Juan, yeah, take it so, away. Yeah, so like, make sure you go and listen to that album and try not to fall into the trap door in our constitution that is the 13th Amendment. Hashtag build a dome. Peace. I am who I am. All this struggle just made me the man. I sit back and wonder and think I got damn. Skipping that class to be with my friends. We talk about money because that is our plan. We love all the hundreds. Got blues in my hands. We moving the signs and moving again. School not for us, but we still gonna win, yeah. And it be the nights like this that made me want this shit. And it be the nights like this that made me want this shit. And it be the nights like this that made me want this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm not
the average. I practice so long that I gotta have it. Got it on my own, and no one gon' snatch it. Straight from the muscle, so I gotta flex. My future in my soul, I'm chasing a check. I work for my homie, say that I'm next. I'ma keep doing this to the last of my breath. She said I was basic, less my check. Now she want clowns, start sharing my name. People act different because of the fame. These bitches don't love you, some things never change. Money and loyalty, things on my brain. If you don't want shit, then how we gon' eat? I learn from mistakes and sometimes a fee. I'm still doing well, got back on my feet. I'm back on my grind and back to the streets, yeah. And it be the nights like this that made me want this shit. And it be the nights like this that made me want this shit. And it be the nights like this that made me want this shit. Stacking my money on top of the building I listen to hate, but don't got no feelings I made my own way and money, it falls You drown on the prom by popping the bottles The same girl was laughing, I call some models But I don't got time, cause I'm running late My money is calling and we got a date Made my own way, came all the way Now I got stick on my plate Came from the bottom and that's no debate Fuck your opinion and fuck what you're saying If you got a problem, cause it in my face I fuck with the real, cause fuck all the snakes I'm moving some packs and they carry weights I roll with some wounds and they caught a case I'm back on my grind, I'm not talking skates I go to my city, they all know my name I've always been humble, it's all in the game I'm hopping the cities and going to stage I finish it first, I got this race. Yeah, now I got a lot of time on my face I'm doing this shit, cause I know my future is bright And I don't got it anyway Yeah now I got a lot of time on my face, I'm doing this shit Cause I know my future is bright and I don't got it anyway Keep it jazz freestyle then, I like it And it be the nights like this that made me want this shit And it be the nights like this that made me want this shit And it be the nights like this that made me want this shit like this that made me want this shit and it be the nights like this that made me want this shit
Peace the fuck out.